0: What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle traveling the world while earning an income. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other. Listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives all while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. We'd like to urge you to join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide and follow along on our website at to the nations to see everything that we've got going on there in today's episode we talk with adam and christina of our sweet adventures they're an american travel couple who work in the hospitality industry and maintain a travel blog where they post about their desserts they eat in the places they travel together we talked with them about how they balance their busy schedules their relationship, their travel blog, and keep travel as a priority in their lives. So without further ado, here's our interview with Adam and Christina. Today we are joined by American travel couple Adam and Christina of Our Sweet Adventures. You can follow along with their adventures at OurSweetAdventures.com where they post about their delicious desserts they eat and the beautiful places they go together hello Adam and Christina and welcome to the show
1: hi thanks for having us
2: yeah thank you for having us we're excited to be here
0: thanks for joining me so let us just get started by uh, just tell us a little bit about the two of you and what you do
1: Wanna
2: sure go uh, yeah so uh, yeah once again thanks for having us well we uh, you know we're a married couple who've been kind of from coast to coast here in the United States uh, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Spent the first twenty-ish years of my life there. Then I uh, moved across uh, west out to Vegas, where uh, I eventually met uh, my s- future wife. Uh, we then spent a year in uh, Dallas, Texas, and now we're uh, now we're out here on the East Coast uh, in Washington, D.C. Been here since uh, middle to late twenty uh, sixteen. I can't.
1: Yeah. We can't even keep up. Twenty sixteen now
2: moving moving every time uh, because of a job a different opportunity so uh, that's just been a uh, been an exciting part of uh, our life is to be able to take the next challenge that comes our way and you know welcome it and just go with it that's uh, yeah it's a little a uh, little about me I suppose
1: yeah I mean yeah. we both work in the hospitality industry so um, we like to say we're like the perfect hospitality power couple um, Adams a front desk manager and um i'm a pastry cook so that's where the sweetness in our travels comes in um so that's basically what we do for a living and why we've been able to um pick up and travel a bit around the united states
0: perfect so talk to us a little bit about how the two of you actually met
2: sure so as a uh... I mentioned it was in Las Vegas, so.
1: What happens in Vegas did not stay in Vegas for yeah. us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> gotcha.
2: Um, we, we met through a work program um, there. We, we didn't know each other before we moved out there. We moved out, out at the same time for the same program, but we didn't know each other until we actually got there. Um, and we just uh, we kind of hit it off right away. Uh, we kept, we had every day we would sit at, uh, we had a group of us, about 30 of us, and we'd sit at different tables, and
1: uh, but they they had seat assigns it, or assigned seats. Sorry.
2: Yeah, and every day they would have seat assignments, and we always just seemed to be paired up together at the same table, and we just we were able to bond really quickly over the first month, and uh, after that we you know slowly started kind of going on a little bit of a you know some dates here and there, and um and then the rest is kind of history. After that, we um you know we actually uh, flew with her to uh, her parents wedding that was the first day I actually met her parents and like two months after getting together so that was kind of funny but um, yeah we uh, when well, we met in Vegas and we've you know been together ever since and uh, been, a, been a nice ride.
1: Yeah it, would, it all happened really quickly I mean we both went to Vegas primarily to focus on our careers and strive up the ladder as quickly as possible but We met each other that first day. Like Adam said, we hit it off. And it took him a while to catch on that I was flirting with him. (laughs) But um, (laughs) after, I would say, three weeks, we finally went on our first date. And then, like, 11 months after that, we were engaged. And so everything happened quickly on our relationship, a lot faster than we moved up the ladder. But um, we're really, really glad that things happened the way it did.
0: Awesome. So you guys got married, correct? Yes. Yeah, we were married in
2: 2015, September 25th.
0: Good job. <laughs> good remembering. Always good to remember those dates. And then, did you guys uh, do a destination wedding?
2: Um, I mean, you, you could say of sorts for some part. I mean, for some parts of the family, was destination. At the time, we were we were living in Dallas, where we got that's where we were married. Um, most of our fam- My family is all in St. Louis, and some of her family is in Dallas, but otherwise a lot of our family is kind of spread out through America. So for some of them, it was a destination wedding, but for us it, it wasn't. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, so we were uh-huh. in Vegas but had visited my parents to f- help me finish moving all my stuff from Dallas to Vegas. That's when he proposed. And then just coincidentally, we were planning our wedding in Vegas and then just ended up taking a job in Dallas. Um, so that worked out for us.
0: Gotcha. Nice. Okay, so getting into our first part of our interview, we're going to talk about travel. I like to start with a two-word question, but for so many couples, it's got such a complex response, and that is, why travel?
1: That is a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say there's this one quote that I absolutely love, and it goes something along the lines of, Um, The world is a book, and you should try to read every page of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as I would love to see every country, that is a really, really big goal. But um, I love to travel just because there's so much beauty to see um, outside of the walls of your house or just the city that you live in. And so um, just the natural landscapes, the historical sites... Um, just experience it for ourselves firsthand is, is why we love to travel. And then, um, when we did two months or almost three months in Europe, that was the most that we had ever learned and grown, um, as a person. And since that trip, we've really just recognized how much we learn every time we go somewhere new. So for me, that's why I love to travel. Definitely. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's definitely definitely some great points, Adam. How about you? Well, I mean, she kind of touched on a, on a lot of them
2: already, and that uh, that's all right. But um, you know, for the most part, it's just it's about seeing something and experiencing something different than uh, what you normally see. I mean, I know we've already said that we've you know essentially lived coast to coast already, um, and we have experienced some stuff here. But if you never if you never leave the confines of the you know, 50 miles within your, your local city, you're never going to be really opened to a new way of thinking. And that really kind of, uh, halts progress, um, uh, as far as your growth and as far as what you're, what you're doing. If you, on, you only know to think one way, you're always going to get the same results. So, um, traveling is really, it really opens up your mind to a new way of thinking. And, uh, uh that's, that's a big reason why I guess why I travel now is just to Expand what uh, what I already know, upon. or what, expand upon what I already know. Sorry.
0: Definitely, yeah, it's definitely a great teacher, and definitely seeing these new places just expands your mind. Uh, I completely agree. So, where were the two of you last? Where are you right now, and where are you traveling to next? So,
2: we the last place we were was on our couch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh So technically the last place we went to would have been um would have been college station texas for a graduation but just before that was actually ireland um we were there for about a week's time maybe just a little bit under a week's time uh we were there for about six to seven days uh from you know touchdown to to take off um and currently we are uh yeah we're still in the washington dc area uh, and the next place we're going to be going to will be Peru uh, via uh, Washington, d c. We're taking off from there in a couple of weeks and we're going to Machu Picchu, and we're gonna be in Peru for about uh, nine days. Yeah, nine days. yeah, anything you wanna wanna throw yeah. in there?
1: Oh yeah, we just we actually leave um, in thirteen days, so it's really just around the corner for us, and we're super excited. It's going to be. I believe our fourth continent Mm -hmm. that we will um, visit and we're just excited to hike um, Machu Picchu. It's incredible. You know, it's one of those lifetime experiences that um, we're excited to experience ourselves and then um, visiting Cusco. And then we'll also do a hike to rainbow mountain. Um, It's become really popular because of um, Instagram And, um, we're going to do like a a cooking class. So that's going to be really fun for us. As you know, we like to talk about food and travel on our blog, Mm -hmm. um, and Sacred Valley. We'll be doing a full day tour in the Sacred Valley. So we're packing in a lot in nine days. I mean, four of it is a hike to Machu Picchu, another day of Sacred Valley, another day of hiking Rainbow Mountain. I think we're only relaxing for like half a day. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it sounds like it and uh, like uh peru is actually next on one of our places that we're gonna travel we haven't planned it out yet just yet but just hearing about all your ideas and how much they coincide with what we were thinking too like rainbow mountain see it all over instagram it's it's, you gotta go see that and machu picchu is just a place that you need to see before Uh, definitely a bucket list uh thing that you need to see uh, so, Peru, awesome. How about Ireland? What did you get up to when you were there?
2: Uh, so, Ireland, when, when we were there in Ireland, we, uh, we landed in Dublin. That was our airport that we flew in and out of. And uh, first day, we spent much of that day uh, driving the, through Northern Ireland, seeing Giant's Causeway, the Dark Hedges, uh, for my wife with her Game of Thrones uh, uh, love. Uh, me, not so much. I haven't even ever watched an episode, but I'm the oddball in the world. Uh, we uh, did Carriker Reed Rope Bridge. Uh, we did, I said Giant's Causeway already. Dun, we saw... Dunlick Castle? Dun, That's how you pronounce it? Was it was Dunlick Dunlick. Dunlick. Dunlick Castle. Um, mm-hmm. And then we...
1: We stayed yeah. at a hotel castle that was... Really romantic. That was something on our bucket list and something we knew we had to experience in Ireland. We actually were able to stay at two castle hotels. um, Just because there's so many beautiful ones, we tried to experience as many as we can. Um, But Mm -hmm. of course, we did Galway. We actually um, did an afternoon tea experience with our friends Kelsey and Logan from Pages of Travel, um, previous podcast interviewers. Um, And... A lot of it was just driving and loving the Ireland um, scenic views. Um, the Dingle Peninsula was absolutely breathtaking. and yeah, it was it was a great road trip. if If you go to Ireland, you have to do it by road trips if you can. I know they offer coach bus tours, but having that nice flexibility to kind of just stop and get out of the car and just go look to see like what's over that hill um -hmm. it's just the best way in our opinion to see ireland so we really enjoyed it
0: definitely and sticking with that when you guys do travel together do you normally uh go with renting a car or do you go towards public transit how do you go about that
2: so i mean maybe a little bit of both at times. When we did our uh, almost three months in Europe, we rented a car for some of it, for like our month and a half in Italy. Um, And then we also did public transit uh, when we were in like Northern Europe with like Germany and Switzerland and and Paris, Um, sorry, and and France, we did a lot of, um, and and Amsterdam. We did a lot of public transit there, whether it was a subway or the city bus. but typically, like if we have the option to, we'd like to travel to, um, you know, kind of travel the way the locals do, um, if if it's possible. I mean, we definitely mm-hmm. took advantage of the train when we were in Italy. We 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 trained all over Italy, overnight trains, you know, day trains, one city to the next. We did trains like crazy in, in Italy, but um, we did a, we do a little bit of both, I would say.
1: But gotcha. always just we enjoy being like on our own. Um, Very rarely would we do a group tour. We just like that flexibility to kind of go with the flow of what we would like to see and stop.
0: Definitely. So traveling together, what has been your most rewarding traveling experience?
1: Um, A little recently, uh, we were in Africa. Um, We went to South Africa, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Botswana. Um, It was for our two-year wedding anniversary, and as travelers, we've always just liked to travel to places for our pure enjoyment, Um, but when we realized that we could give back during um, a trip, that really um, ignited something inside of us, so... We got together um, and marketed, I would say, on Facebook and just emailed friends and family that we had the opportunity to visit a school in Zambia. It was part of the resort that we were staying at, mm-hmm. and we wanted to help them um, and donate school supplies and just or money if needed. And so we really just. We're very, very lucky that a lot of people helped us, and we came um, to Africa with two full backpacks full of markers and pencils, paper, things that the school told us that they needed. Um, That's amazing. And visiting that school and seeing the children... um, that was the most rewarding thing for us was being able to give back and make a difference w- while we were um, traveling. Uh, we've never done something like that before. Um, and it's something that we would like to do more often now. And being home, we, we try to um, be involved in programs where we can still give back to that school specifically. Um, so anything else you want to touch on that?
2: No, it was uh It was really humbling, uh, you know, to see, you know, how uh, everybody's raised, how far some of the kids travel for school. Uh, I mean, some of them walk upwards of, you know, two to three hours just to get to school. Um, Some of them do have bikes. Some of them are a little more fortunate to have a bike. But, you know, just to see how far and how excited the kids get as well about school. Whereas, uh, you know, here in America or other places, it's like, oh, school, homework, great. Only thing I look forward right. to at school is recess, you know. So none of them, it, it's it's um, very it was very different to see how much they loved school and wanted to go to school. Um, you know, we were also able to, they put a little talent show on for us when we were there. Um, they had uh, they showed us all of their classrooms that they have. Uh, it was it was really really cool to to see that and to see how much they enjoyed it.
0: Right, yeah, that's pretty a pretty amazing experience especially to be able to travel and give back to a community in some way it's just um yeah nothing can really beat that it's really amazing that you guys were able to do that so getting into another part of our of our uh, podcast is our next two questions are a bit more difficult now so what was your most awkward embarrassing or hilarious travel experience together
1: oh i love telling this story um As we've been saying we spent quite a lot of time in Italy Um, we were in Florence um, taking pictures at a Michelangelo uh, statue um, just the replica that um, overlooks overlooks the city city. it's really beautiful it's also free so we highly recommend everybody do this but as we were finishing taking a photo together um, in front of the replica statue and and a little, uh, not little, but a woman um, asked us, came up to us with no English, and said with her mannerisms, can you take a photo? So we were like, sure. Um, I got ready to take the photo of her in front of the statue, and she was like, no, 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 and like um, pointed towards Adam. I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) she wants him to take the photo. So I gave him the photo, and she was like, "No, no, no, no." She took Adam by the hand and basically took him in front of the statue and with her, and was um had her hand wrapped around him and saying, like with her mannerisms again was like, Take a photo with me and him I was like, <laughs> <laughs> i I was laughing so hard. I was like, What is going on um and so I was laughing so hard it's probably one of my biggest travel regrets was not actually taking a photo on my own camera of this moment just because everything was happening so fast it was funny Adam I'm surprised kind of went along with it I think it was just happening so fast for him he was like uh uh well okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but for us that that was pretty hysterical I mean Uh, We we've never had an encounter like that before. Um, But I hope this I hope Adam's famous somewhere in her country. We're not sure where he was from, but I don't know. Maybe he's famous somewhere, and I just don't know about it.
2: I get a weekly royalty check from something. I don't know what it's called though.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. That's a good story. So how about turning it into another direction and ask you guys what has been the worst travel experience together?
2: Um, so we'll do kind of a two-parter, I guess. Okay. Any time that when we're traveling and either of us starts to get a little hungry, I think you probably know where this is going. All of a sudden we start to get a little bickery, a little hangry, and it doesn't matter if you're loving the situation or not, everything is all of a sudden gone south. And that, that tends to happen to us a little bit, a little bit often, more often than we'd like. Um, mm-hmm. that we've finally started to learn a little bit, hey, let's pack some food this time, and it'll, it'll keep us from getting hangry with each other. Right. Um, but by far, I think uh, the most uh, uncomfortable situation we've been in uh, was actually on our Ireland trip. We were actually involved in a small car accident. Um, everybody,
1: everybody was okay. Yeah,
2: yeah everybody, thankfully, okay. it was fine and, and good and dandy, but... It was just uh, uncomfortable because you're on vacation and, and now you have to right. try and take care of these things. And um, you, you're it's hard for your mind for the next day or for the rest of your trip, for that matter, to forget about that incident that happened and go back to enjoying yourself. It was very difficult. It didn't help that it was a rainy day and it just kind of gloomed your mood even more. Uh, but mm. that was by far our most... Uh, non-enjoyable trip that I mean uh, experience you've ever had I'd say
0: gotcha now with, with something like a car accident when you're traveling did you guys have uh, obviously you had insurance to take care of everything like that like was it that bad of an accident that it needed to go through insurance or anything
2: so yes you, know, so, you know some of it uh we uh, we have a um A credit card the the chase sapphire reserve that has some nice perks and benefits to it some some travelers probably know about it uh the chase sapphire reserve that there's a collision damage waiver form that you can fill out and they'll cover up to a certain amount um and we're actually kind of going through that process right now but um a little tip that everybody hopefully if if nobody takes away anything from this uh from this (laughs) podcast today um, make sure that you read it fully because we were assuming that they take that chase in this case would take care of everything, um, right. and they actually just take care of you and your car. They do not take gotcha. care of the third party. Um, you know, fortunately, there was not a lot, a ton of damage to the other vehicle. You know, and again, all parties were good, but um, we're you know going through that process a little bit because we we just assumed. Um, so we, we had turned down all the insurance from the, the credit card, I mean, the car rental company, because we assumed that we had everything taken care of when we in fact did not.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. So I now see.
2: we, now we look at it very more carefully on any trip we go on.
1: Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> yeah. what traveling's about, learning from your mistakes, so.
0: Definitely. And the, which, the reason why I asked these two questions leading into this next part is because Traveling as a couple, you go through so many different experiences together. But how do you feel that traveling? How do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together?
1: Definitely stronger. Um, you're really put to the challenge when you're traveling with your partner and getting into really uncomfortable or difficult situations where you have to work out problems together. Um, and work as a team, Adam?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, she definitely, she hit a lot of the points. I mean, there's, there's so many things that can happen over the course of a trip and you have to kind of realize that it's not just, you know, I want to see this, so we're going to see that, or she wants to see this. We should only see what she wants to see. It's, there's a lot of negotiating that we've, we've learned that has to happen on trips, like. We can't get everything done, so we need to try and compromise on what's the most important for both of us to see and do. And that's something that we've definitely that we've definitely taken away from a lot of our trips is to really compromise and work together on on certain things and to try and play to each other's strengths.
1: Yeah, because then we come definitely. home and things that happen at home ends up not being a big deal at all because it's something we already faced in Africa or Ireland, Spain, you name it. Like, the more we travel, the more times we put ourselves in situations where we have to work on things together to, to enjoy our trip and enjoy each other's company. Um, but at the end of every day, I mean, being able to experience and see things with the person you share your life with is, is the most rewarding thing ever.
0: Definitely, and you hit on a couple of great points, like working together as a team, um, just knowing that it's, it's not just yourself that's traveling, you're traveling with your significant other, and that can be extremely rewarding with uh, going through all these different experiences together. But you also have to take into factor that you are two totally different people that might be interested in two totally different things, and just being willing to compromise to suit each other's uh, what they want to see when they're in a certain destination. So mm-hmm. when planning a trip, who's going to take care of what?
1: <laughs> um, I plan almost to the T. And yeah. um, as we kind of briefly discussed, I mean, when you look at our trip to Peru or even Ireland, I just try to research and plan as much as I can into the limited time that we have uh, due to our work and how much time we can take off. We kind of live by a motto of you only go somewhere once, so let's try and do everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So once I'm done planning out and telling Adam exactly what we're doing, when we're doing it, what we're seeing... Um, then he'll take it and...
2: Yeah, I kind of get into the, all right, what is reasonably possible here? Gotcha. Uh, Because, like, and let's just say that you can get 10 things done in a day, and she's like, oh, no, we're going to get 15 things done (laughs) in this day. And I'm like, well, we have to... Remember, we have to sleep, and we also have to eat, and we also have to do this stuff. And she's like, no, no, we can still get it done. And I'm like, all right, so... Here's what's going to happen when all this is going on. I have to kind of try to reel her in and remind her of what's happened in the past. And, you know, <laughs> and we, she eventually that kind of tones it down a little bit. They're like, okay, maybe we don't yeah. have to see this water. We can do it another day. And, you know, we, we kind of tone it, tone, bring it, reel yeah. her in a little bit.
1: He makes it more reasonable,
2: realistic. Gotcha.
1: Realistic. That's
0: a better think word. That's a better way to put it. For sure. So then, uh, you guys have been to many different places. What do you feel, or what would you like to recommend a couple, the best destination to go to?
2: Uh, so, I mean, I would say, like, depending on on their tastes, uh, what they're looking for, but I mean, I think easily the best vacation we've ever had, hands down, was, our, was the first part of our trip to Africa. Not that the second part wasn't great, because uh, it was, but the first part just blew everything out of the water. We, uh, we went to, uh, we were in South Africa on a safari. Uh, we were there for like, yeah, four nights total. We went on like six or seven different game drives. Uh, and just everything from the service at the, at, at Penda Mountain Lodge that we went to, and um, to like our, our bush trackers and our guides and everything was just absolutely incredible. It didn't matter that every day we had to wake up at 5.30 um, to in go the morning. Yeah, in the morning and Christina is not a morning person. Um, no, I'm not. and you know, and then go on a game drive at night and you get back at nine 30, 10 o'clock and you get, like, you think to yourself, Oh, I have to get up in six hours. But you're saying to yourself, I, I get to get up in six hours and go experience this again, you know, it was easily our best trip and best decision we've ever, ever made. I think to, as far as vacations go to go on this trip to Africa, um yeah it was, it was
1: incredible seeing seeing all the animals in their natural habitat was really just a lifetime experience uh, it was so so much more engaging than um anything we've ever seen at a zoo or anywhere else we've seen animals in the united states it's you are out in the wild where anything can happen and you can see anything and and sharing it we actually had um some a couple in our game drive um jeep they were on their honeymoon so it's definitely somewhere where couples can really go and love um for their honeymoon or just an anniversary trip as we did it's romantic it's life-changing um it's like adam said it's hands down our favorite trip we If we could go back tomorrow, we would.
2: Um, Believe this, (laughs) which we're trying. We're trying to go back.
1: (laughs) But um, the other one that we absolutely love is, of course, our honeymoon. Um, If someone's looking for a blend of private or secluded beaches and a little bit of activity, um, St. Lucia is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you have these two large mountains that are called Gros Piton, if I pronounce it right. The,
2: The Piton Mountains. Piton
1: Mountains. And um, there's just so much to do in terms of St. Lucia. We hiked the mountain. We scuba dived. I'm sorry, we went snorkeling and we went sailing and kayaking. And you can also do ziplining. A really romantic thing to do and fun is going to the Sulphur Springs and doing a mud bath. So you just cover your partner in mud. And it's really, really fun. And then you dip yourselves in just the hottest water. Um, But it's just really good for your body. It's really relaxing. Of course, the beaches were incredible. The water is so blue. And being on a resort, uh, we stayed at Jade Mountain, and they have all-inclusive resorts. And that's really just the best way to go for any romantic trip, if you can, is not having to worry about anything. You're just in love Mm -hmm. and enjoying Everything surrounding you. So those would be definitely our two um, places we would recommend for couples.
0: Definitely great places for sure. Do you guys have any other advice you'd like to give couple travelers out there?
1: Mm, um, great question. Definitely listen to each other and you know don't try to talk over one another or be the person that's always right like listen to what your partner is trying to say um, mm-hmm. and like we touched on um, compromise with one another yeah. understand each other's strengths and weaknesses
2: yeah and you know if if you think that a vacation is going to be absolutely perfect from sun up to sun down from touch you know lift off to t- to touchdown like uh, you're you're sadly mistaken so you should really expect at least one time during your trip to have a disagreement or an argument of some sort a hiccup you know whether whether it's deciding over what you want to have for dinner that night and it's just you're both just so you know hungry that you're angry with each other or something huge i mean you should expect to have some sort of hiccup like she said during the uh during uh, any sort of travel because there there's a right. lot on the line you want to experience so much and you don't want to miss anything, and you should expect at some point to have some sort of disagreement.
1: And know how to, to work it out, of course.
0: Yeah, and that's ex- especially key when you're on the road and you're trying to make it. take advantage of all the time that you have somewhere. Just tr- taking care of those arguments or those disagreements as quickly as possible so that you can get yourself back into the frame of mind of enjoying yourself where you are. Excellent advice, guys. Now, let's start talking about our sweet adventures. First off, where did the name come from?
1: So, um, as I first stated at the very beginning of this awesome interview, was that I'm a pastry cook. And so, I had a mentor tell me, if you want to learn more outside of your eight hours, like go out to eat. Like I know it's expensive, so obviously you're in dessert. Just go out order one appetizer and then order like two desserts and for me in my career I can gain a lot of creativity and inspiration just by seeing a plate of uh, dessert and then just actually eating it so I started like taking those photos that I was um of the desserts that I was eating and like posting on Facebook and a lot of people were like loving it so and I had so many notes I couldn't keep up with, so I started to write them down, and it turned into a, like a little dessert blog for myself. Um, and then while we were in Switzerland hiking, uh, it just kind of like dawned on me, like you know what? These like last two and a half months of traveling have been awesome. We have so much knowledge that we want to share to people of what we've learned. Um, so what if we turned my dessert blog into a travel food blog and Adam was on board with it and so the name came about our sweet adventures because it went, it's, um, we talk about food, specifically dessert and our adventures of traveling. So it's like a little play on words of sweet adventures as in delicious and then sweet as in just awesome. So um, that's how that name came about. So Long winded story.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. And then uh, with your blog, who takes care of what? Like, how do you guys uh, separate the different things that come with maintaining a travel blog?
1: Um, so it's definitely um, our my baby, and Adam mm-hmm. um, has enjoyed being a part of it as well. So I do about 95% of the writing. Um, I don't like writing about history, uh, so I will have Adam write anything historical of places we've been to, Um, so if it's anything in terms of that, he'll write that for me, Um, Mm -hmm. but then um, everything website-wise I take care of, and then Um, We're involved in, like, a lot of blogging networks. So to get engagement on our blog and just support other bloggers, um, we're in, like, these Facebook groups and these threads. And Adam um, is basically in charge of that part of our blog and also videos on our GoPro, editing photos. So we're really um, a nice blend to make it um, our sweet adventures both ours and um, a team.
2: <laughs> Not just my sweet adventures.
1: Yeah, I mean, gotcha. <laughs> I am a little controlling, so sometimes I do everything that I want, and I have to remember, like, oh, wait, it's our sweet adventures. Adam, what would you like to <laughs> contribute to this? So gotcha. um, he's definitely stepped up a lot this year and, um, and providing our sweet adventures with some great stuff.
0: So, how are you guys able to maintain your travel blog when you're on the road?
1: So, Our Sweet Adventures has a third person involved, and that would be my little sister, Shelby. Um, She is our editor, Um, so when I'm finished writing a blog post, her and I will edit together um, just via FaceTime, and it really brings the both of us together more since we... She lives in Texas and I live in um, near Washington, D.C. Um, but going off of that, she will also help us with our social media when we're traveling. So uh, we're really, really appreciative of all of the work she contributes to us. As, um, I mean, she gets paid a lot. She gets paid zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents. So <laughs> but um, to say thank you to her, oh, we are taking her actually to our Peru trip that we mentioned. Um, so even though she gets paid zero dollars, um, she does get some cool perks. So th- we're calling it our our street adventures company trip. Um, but we're really grateful that we have someone to help us with our blog when we are traveling. And so yeah, we just want to say a big thank you to our sister, my sister, and. Um, if you have any great siblings out there that you can recruit or cousins, we highly recommend it because it, uh, it makes your traveling on the road a lot enjoyable because you don't have to worry about it. Um, so
0: Definitely. And definitely having that uh, that family member that I'm sure cares about it just as much as you guys and uh, is able to put their heart into it is is always such a great thing to have. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's been really fun.
0: Awesome. So... Um, how do you guys go about getting traffic to your blog or getting eyes to your blog? I, I know you talked a little bit about um, the Facebook groups that you're involved with. Can you get into a little bit more in depth into those?
1: Yeah, I can even name some of them because really it's a network just like a career. Networking is very important and so um, being on a platform of you know the internet um, We're able to network with people from all around the world on these groups So um, for even if you're a couple um, there's a great um, blogging community uh, called female travel bloggers on Facebook Um, That one is just absolutely fantastic Um, In terms of really getting knowledge on how to grow your blog make traffic happen is awesome uh, you can ask like any SEO question and there's like thousands of people on the group that quickly answer you so um, and then getting trap getting traffic is uh, some of these groups um, they'll have like daily or weekly um, threads where they have like hey post a Facebook post and comment on the five people above you and the five people below you will comment on yours, so it's just um, everybody helping everybody out in terms of receiving that engagement on your website or Instagram and Facebook accounts. Mm -hmm. And then our fans, um, our audience, uh, just the natural organic um, audience that we've grown in the last year and a half um, is how we get traffic to our website.
0: Definitely. Great advice. And the, yeah, those Facebook groups are really, uh, really important, especially when you're first starting out, just to get that sort of momentum and to network with people. I, I couldn't agree with you more there. Now, going more towards social media, what has been the most important social media uh, platform for you to grow as a blog?
1: Definitely Pinterest. Um, Pinterest is basically its own search console. Um, I use it when I'm trying to find things to do where we travel. Um, and so when you create a pin, I mean, you could get one person to pin it and that person could have like 5,000 um, viewers or followers. And then, you know, even if five of those 5,000 pin your pin, I mean, it's just it's so quick how one pin that links to one of your blog posts can just almost go viral. Um, So that's besides just organic search from Google, Pinterest is the biggest way that we receive traffic to our website.
0: Gotcha. And I hear that so often. It's uh, like Pinterest is the number one social media platform for, uh, for travelers to gain that momentum, to gain that traffic. Do you have any advice for anybody out there that, might might be new to Pinterest and not really know uh, like a strategy to towards uh, getting to that point.
1: Um, there are Pinterest groups on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. If you just search on Facebook, I'm sure you'll find it. I, what's do you know the name of that one that you uh, contribute to? It's, it's Pinterest, like, for, like travel Pinterest bloggers, for travel bloggers. I yeah. think is the That's group amazing. that okay. I would recommend on Facebook. And then there's Tailwind app. Um, that helps you schedule your pins at the most um, high volume time when people are on Pinterest. So when you it basically just organizes your pins when to actually publish and post them on Pinterest. So um, like the only thing you're doing is creating your pin and then this tailwind app just markets it for you, giving you your best shot of going viral. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of creating your pin, use Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. Um, that is where a lot of people will create their pins. Um, so that's, I guess, my advice on the Pinterest part. I hope it helps.
0: Yes, excellent tools to use there. Canva is amazing. Tailwind, I've never actually used it personally, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. And just, again, those those Facebook groups can always help uh, with, with getting momentum again with your pins. Excellent, excellent advice. Now, I want to move uh, towards uh, your guys' work. You guys work in the hospitality industry. How do you guys find time or make travel a priority in your lives? How do you go about doing that?
1: I have no idea.
2: <laughs> it's, it's definitely uh, quite interesting how we've, you know, when we first started off, uh, when we were together working in Las Vegas, uh, I was, you know, working late in the PM shifts, you know, into the early hours of the morning. She was working PM so we could see each other in the mornings, but we would we sometimes had one day off, sometimes had two days off. And at that time, you know, California is just three, four hour drive away or uh, Zion in Utah or Grand Canyon, you know, we would just try and maximize the 24 hours that we had or 48. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if we had if that meant leaving at three o'clock in the morning to catch the sunrise in, in California and then doing stuff all day and then staying with family that night and then driving back the next morning, that's. You know, that's, that's what we did. That's, you know, how we made it work and because we, we just made travel and experiences a priority. Um, as we've moved and progressed a little bit, uh, has it really changed a whole lot as far as our hours go? Christina has, she's moved into the mornings where she's working, you know, essentially like a nine-to-five type of job. Um, as a manager myself, my job has really not allowed me to have the flexibility that I would like. Um, only thing that's been flexible is my hours uh, one day I'm nine o'clock the next day I'm two o'clock the next day I'm overnight it's so it's hmm. been really hard to kind of plan uh, vacations the last year or so uh, but we still when we are able to get two days off if we're not you know cleaning our house and uh, you know uh, going to Costco and restocking for the winter you know we're we're trying to find time to go on a hike or you know, do a quick two day trip where we're camping or staying in a hotel or something like that. So uh, our our work schedules haven't always cooperated, but when they do we uh, take advantage. Yeah, we take advantage, we've made traveling and experiences a priority before eventually when we do have to settle down and, you know, be adults and you know, have a family, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean gotcha.
1: going off Adam is just if we can give anybody advice on um, you know traveling with jobs that may not allow a lot of flexibility to do it just if you have just one day even two days in a row take that chance to just go outside of your city of what Adam said like 50 mile radius there's trust us there's always going to be something to see and even if it's um, three hours away from where you live It's still an experience, and you're still getting out of that everyday lifestyle to make it feel like you're on vacation. Um, So we really try to take advantage of our days off and um, go see different states or cities that we can. And then when we are able to, we'll plan a nice seven-day trip um, far in advance, and that would be, I guess, our advice. How we make it gotcha. work. Gotcha.
0: Yes, great, great advice there. And then I just want to touch a little bit on being able or having it's working different shifts, right? Like uh, not always having your two schedules align. Do you have any advice for couples out there that are experiencing the same thing? Like, how do you guys make the most out of your time together?
2: Well, I mean, on the East Coast, we we have one car. So, I mean, that that does kind of play into our hands a little bit because we're forced to, in a sense, talk to each other. We have to maximize the time we have available because today you're working at 7 a.m. and I'm working at 2 p.m. And when I get home from work or when you pick me up, you're going to need to go to bed because you've got to get up early again. So we, we talk in the car. We try and you know figure out what we need to do, what we need to plan. Um, we, we just – you have to make communication a priority Mm -hmm. uh, because if, if you don't communicate and you don't listen to your partner, then everything is going to come, you know, falling apart, crashing down super quick. And you're just going to have a meltdown of just, you know, catastrophic, you know, (laughs) you know, you know, know, proportions. Like you, you have to communicate. That's something that we've learned along the way in our relationship. Like we didn't just start off knowing all these, all these things, you know, we've, You know, I I was pretty bad at communicating before we got together. And I've learned that if I want to keep this lady with me, that I need to make sure that I communicate. So that's definitely been a huge tool that we've had.
1: Yeah, and going off like communication, if you work just complete opposite schedules as we do, that can lead to possibly lunch dates or just talking to each other during your lunch break. Um, That can go a long way. Because if you're not able to speak to your partner for two to three days at a time, um, you have to find ways to just call them and hear their voice and talk like about things that they're doing at home. Um, you know, Adam will text me or call me saying like, "Hey, I did the dishes. Um, I did the laundry. Will you mind folding it for me?" and just Um, loading the dishwasher back so I mean like little things like that go a long way as Adam said the communication part Um, and then if you can um, talk to your bosses and make sure that you guys can at least have one day off together that we have learned from our previous jobs that we don't go into another job without telling them what our biggest priority is and that's each Mm -hmm. other and so we make it a point to make sure that 80% of the time we have two days off together so um, if you're in the situation that we are in like that's probably our my biggest advice is it does not hurt to tell your bosses this is a priority family work-life balance I need the same days off as my husband or wife whatever it may be
0: gotcha those are just excellent excellent points to bring up there and just knowing that the two of you are a priority over everything else is just in, in your communication just two really important things to make sure that your relationship goes smoothly now what is next for our sweet adventures
1: well um as being in the hospitality industry, loving um, to travel and enjoy luxury resorts while we travel, uh, we've been able to work with quite a few hotels um, in terms of either discounts or just full sponsors, stays. Um, so that was a big priority the last year of ours. Um, but... Now we're trying to monetize it. So we're really working on our SEO and bringing in more traffic um, so that we can possibly see where this goes in terms of maybe one of us um, stepping down because our careers in the hospitality industry are really taxing on us, as we kind of mentioned, like we're a priority to each other. So we're just going to see where our sweet adventures takes us. We're going to work really hard to to gain that traffic and to monetize it. But at the end of the day, it's about sharing our experiences and what we've learned and how to help other people learn from our mistakes or um, what we learned along the way. You know, a lot of times I get frustrated when I'm planning, like I can't get the answers that I want. So what we really strive for on our blog is, making sure that we're a one-stop for our audience, that we're giving them those answers to the questions they have, as we once did. Um, and we're also uh, working on a new logo. Um, we, I have a friend who does the beautiful watercolors, and so um, we're working on just improving that website look, and, and part of that is a new logo. So that's pretty exciting for us right now.
0: Awesome excellent well there you have it adam and christina sharing their travel stories with you today on the to the nations worldwide travel couple podcast i want to say a very special thank you to our guests for taking the time out of your day and joining me on this podcast thank you so much guys
1: this has been really fun for us thank you for having us
0: yes yeah, this is great
2: thank you so much
0: i'm just going to pass the floor over the to the two of you let the, let our audience know where they can check you out and anything else you want to let them know
1: Yes, well, we are. Um, we would love to have you follow us on our Instagram. Um, we like to post stories when we're traveling. Our account is, rsweetadventures, Sweet um, Adventures. Just an underscore between um, the spaces of where it would be. So, rsweetadventures. underscore Sweet underscore Adventures. Um, and then we also have a Facebook account. Same thing, rsweetadventures, Sweet Adventures. Just no underscores. And, um, you can find us on our website, HTPPS, HTTPS, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oursweetadventures.com. Um, and please, if you have any questions, our website has a contact form or you can always message us on Facebook and Instagram. We really, really just like sharing and helping others travel and, and, experiencing those um same experiences that we have like we just love being able to inspire others really thank
0: you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide i cannot express my appreciation enough for having you to listen to this episode you can find out more about adam and christina of our sweet adventures at travelcouplepodcast.com 21 for this episode's show notes Leave a comment on the page. We'll be sure to get back to you. And if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Fletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.